0: Hello, and welcome to The Daily Weekly. I'm your host, Katherine Newhan. Thanks for tuning in. In this week's episode, we'll be looking into the housing search. It is every Michigan student's annoyance in the fall and winter season, constantly hovering over us, yelling at us to hurry and sign a lease. Ann Arbor has a particularly early race to sign than other campuses, which takes freshmen by surprise and keeps others on their toes many students find housing to be a stressful process but with a rewarding end. Unfortunately others do not. We'll be focusing on the process students go through for finding and securing a place to live off campus. This of course varies dramatically across income, location, and grade level on campus. Today we'll be hearing from two students about their respective housing searches. We'll be hearing from freshmen who have absolutely no idea what they're doing And we'll also be hearing from a student legal services lawyer who deals with many housing horror stories. So let's get started. One of our podcast producers, Josh Sodikoff, sat down with a group of first-years to discuss their confusions and struggles with navigating housing within two months of arriving on campus. I've I've been told, like, if you have a group, you need to look now. But if you're just a solo, you can get... Later on, what are the factors you're looking at when you're trying to find a place for this year? Yeah. yeah, and proximity three Just bedrooms,
1: proximity. three bathrooms, and if they allow pets. It was what one of the people I'm rooming with really wanted. That's why that's know.
0: gonna be pricey. We found a place and it is
1: pricey, but all three of us kind of are agreeing to it right now.
2: I'm more looking for people than like where right now. Like, I have people I might room with but uh, the most thing
3: I want is just proximity and people I know to room with.
1: It's very stressful.
3: <laughs> I, don't, I don't find it stressful because we still have time
0: but it's kind of just frustrating because I don't have the money to spend on a lot of these places and the high rises are absolutely ridiculous and even some of the houses, you look at the price, it's 900 a month and then you consider there's not even like the utilities brought in, and you have to pay for all this other stuff. And you can only cram so many
1: people into one small space. It's also just like basic marketing. Like if you can charge that much, why would you not? Yeah. Capitalism. There's so many people looking for housing in Ann Arbor that they can just raise the rates again and again. I just want to live somewhere. (laughs) Make friends. Start looking.
0: I mean, it's the moral of the story. so I'm here with Veronica Sikora she's an LSA freshman and she recently found her housing for next year how are you doing today Uh, doing good how about you good thanks so tell me a little bit about your housing search Um, so how did you find out that you had to start searching so early
1: um, so it was, it was really hectic at first, but I ended up actually texting my cousin who attended the university maybe two-ish years ago now, like she graduated two years ago, um, and she told me I should start looking right away, basically, and of course I didn't do that because I was very overwhelmed. <laughs> um, sure. But we ended up our, ended up searching around the beginning of October, so okay. beginning of this month.
0: Awesome. And what resources did you use to find your housing?
1: Um, so like word of mouth, but also... Um, listings on Zillow, for example, or even like Facebook, I saw people were sending out information.
0: Where did you end up actually finding the place that you were going to live in? Like what resource did you use for that? Uh, I used Zillow. Zillow, awesome. And so did you have a budget? Like how many um, people were you looking for a house with and how did that influence where you were looking? Um, So our group
1: of people kind of expanded uh, from the beginning. Uh, Originally, I just wanted to room with my roommate and some friends from high school. It was about like four or five of us. Mm -hmm. But then as we were looking at housing, we noticed that a lot of the houses had room for a lot of people. So we kind of added on and now we're looking at about six people um, comfortably. Oh, so like it did limit our options a little bit, but not too much. I think around five or six is actually a really good number for the housing that's um, in the surrounding areas if you're not looking for an apartment, that is. Why do you think that
0: that's um, the perfect amount?
1: Well, most of the listings that we saw on Zillow were offering, um, like offered housing for between four and eight people. Um, So we just found that five or six was like a good average.
0: Awesome. And so what were the emotions that were kind of going through you in this process? Was it stressful at all?
1: Yeah, it was very stressful. Um, My roommate and I, I remember... Just like two weeks ago, we stayed up until like 3 a.m. trying to look at all these listings on Zillow because we saw that they were going quickly. And we were texting people frantically like, hey, have you heard back from this like house? Has the landlord contacted you? So yeah, um, I would say just like to keep up-to-date on your emails and to answer your calls. It's very like people get back to you at weird times.
0: Yeah, for sure. Are you happy with the place that you ended up getting?
1: I think so. We're like two blocks away from campus which is really nice so it's about a five-minute walk.
0: Yeah, well thank you for coming in and talking to us today. Mm -hmm. No problem. We're here with Maddie Minetti who is a junior at the School of Nursing. By the second day of Welcome Week, before classes even started, Maddie and her friends had a five-person house lease signed for their senior year. Here's how she pulled it off. So tell me about your process that you took into the housing search. Where did you look, who did you talk to, and when did you sign the lease by? Um, Well, like a lot of kids, we
2: started looking on websites like Zillow and a lot of the property managers' websites. And I was actually really fortunate because I had a group of friends who are now seniors um, who are living in a house And uh, I was just talking with them. It was actually on the last day of my junior year. And they were telling me about the house that they were living in. And I knew because they were seniors that they wouldn't be releasing it the next year. So I kind of just took it upon myself to um, take the address they gave me and go on to the website. And I was actually really lucky because um, it's the same property manager that I am currently leasing from. So I um, reached out to them really early in May and uh, it kind
0: of just went from there. Yeah, so how has being an upperclassman helped you in this housing search or anything
2: <laughs> along the way? <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, I had a lot of friends um, who were upperclassmen and they were kind of going through the same process as me. Um, as juniors and seniors, it's kind of the culture that you're looking for a house and looking for an apartment. So um, with that being said, I knew, uh, I, I knew I needed to do that right from the beginning and um, uh, yeah, just being an upperclassman, you just kind of know that you need to start doing that right away. For sure.
0: Um, is there anything that you wish you knew when you were a freshman um, when you started looking for housing?
2: Um, I wish I knew how competitive the housing market is because uh, houses go crazy fast here. And it's, um, you know, you can, be think- you can think you're signing a lease and the next day it can be gone. So um, just some advice would be to, you know, stay really on top of it and um, start looking really early, because it is, like I said, really competitive.
0: Yeah, and how has your overall housing experience been? Has it been positive, like the searching process, yeah. um, all two years that you've been looking?
2: Um, overall, it's been personally really good. Uh, I really like where I'm living now. It's a really good location, and the people who I'm leasing from are really awesome. They respond to our emails super quickly if anything is going wrong, so I haven't had really any problems with that so far.
0: Awesome, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about your work here on campus.
3: Um, I'm a housing attorney. I work for the university's student legal services. We represent all U of M students on campus. And I provide the housing work for our office. We have other attorneys that represent students in criminal matters and um, family matters as well and consumer matters and a few other things.
0: Okay, so how many students do you assist and what type of issues do students come in to um, have you help with most?
3: Well, with the housing work that I do, I mostly assist students with issues with their off-campus housing. We cannot get involved in issues regarding um, U of M housing and we my, the issues that I see students with range from um, helping them with a security deposit return helping them with maintenance in their apartment helping them keep uh, a service animal or an emotional support animal um, those are some of the things that that we handle yeah and are, I handle.
0: are there any issues that you see? are like more common than others and why do you think so
3: um there are some issues that hit all of the students that, hit, that I a lot of i'd say uh security deposit returns are one of those issues uh, most of the students when they live off campus at some point have an issue getting all or uh, most of their security deposit back uh that tends to be a big issue for our office i'd also say that um Maintenance issues, trying to get repairs made, trying to get houses, apartments or houses ready for students to move in,
0: that becomes a big issue for us as well. So without saying any names, what are some of the worst situations you've helped students deal with? Um,
3: At the moment, I have quite a few cases that are involving mold where there's been um, a good deal of mold spreading throughout their apartment. That. Since it not only impacts their possessions and their ability to live in a place, it also has the potential to impact their health. That's been that's been something that's cu- that's come up quite a bit lately.
0: Hmm. And what do you wish students knew before going into signing leases here in Ann Arbor?
3: Well, I, I wish that they knew that, and something really basic, which is that once you sign the lease, you're bound by it. Um, I, I see a lot of students come in to me after they've signed already signed a lease, and for various reasons, wanting to terminate that lease, and mm. that's very difficult to do. I mean, the lease is a binding contract, and as soon as they sign it, they're bound to it. So if, if students could take a look, take more time when they're before they sign a lease, maybe have me review the lease with them. That would be great.
0: <laughs> awesome! Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to tune in to next week's episode on the Regents. Who are they and what do they do? Again, I'm Catherine Newhan, your host. This episode was produced by Josh Sadikoff and Yvonne Yao, our audio engineer, Ryan Cox, and managing podcast editor, Avery
3: Friedman.